0: Uh, I'm out of breath, because I'm old. <laughs>
1: Straight up evil. Leave the dog alone, because the dog didn't do a damn thing, and now you're trying to feed him your bodily fluids. kill all of your hands. Everybody's a dogfish, a, fish, a
0: tampon, and the no garbage. It ain't right for you, but you can pretend like you, you will
2: a dog. <laughs>
1: oh, that was wow! All right, you ready to get started? Yeah, do yeah. this. Okay. Hello, everyone. Good evening, and welcome to Straight Up Evil. My name is Jocelyn. I'm the brunette. We've got Carly. She's the blonde. Hi. And. We don't know where Katie is. So (laughs) no redhead. We have no redhead tonight, but that's okay. Um, Hopefully, in the course of this episode, maybe she'll pop on here. Maybe we will solve her disappearance with you tonight, Um, or maybe she just got busy and couldn't make it. So we are. Maybe she got abducted by aliens. Maybe she got abducted. I certainly hope not. I hope not. You know, like, I hope not, but I also, like, I would appreciate a firsthand account from a yeah, friend like, that also, I but also, like, if
0: you could just, like, come back and, like, give us, give us all the details real quick. Yes.
1: Tune in next week to find <laughs> out if maybe Katie got abducted by an alien and she has a story to tell. But yeah. Speaking of stories to tell, we are still going to join you tonight with a very sad, very, very sad story. Um, and Carly is leading the case. So take it away. Okay. We're going to hear about the case of Dynell Lane, which it's
0: just real sad. And anyone listening, you shouldn't be listening with kids, but definitely don't do it tonight. If you are, if you are pregnant and listening, which I was when I first heard about this case, right? also not a great idea, but if you, <laughs> if you feel like you're strong enough to power through, go right ahead. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, March 18th, 2015. We're in Longmont, Colorado. Michelle Wilkins, she's a 26-year-old woman. Um, She's seven months pregnant with her first child. And she goes and answers an ad on Craigslist for free maternity clothes. Because who doesn't want free maternity clothes? Because let me tell you, they're expensive and stupid because you only wear them for a short amount of time. And it's not worth it. It's no. not worth It's not worth the price, let me tell you.
1: It's definitely not. My, That's, yeah, that's, I think that's the way to go. Hand-me-downs are the way to go. It's, it's they're not, they don't even wear them for very long. Exactly. So she responds to the ad and she ends up going
0: to the home of Dinelle Lane, um, who has two older children. She has two teenage daughters. Um, they start talking. She tells Michelle that she's currently pregnant with a boy. Um, so they're, you know, they're at Dinelle's split-level house. They're chatting away. Um, Michelle, you know, said that she's a very extroverted person, so it was definitely like both of them talking, both of them having a nice conversation. Um, they talked for like about an hour, and um, Dinelle brings Michelle into the bedroom to show her maternity clothes. I don't think she actually gets anything, but they look at the clothes. They keep talking, whatever. They move to the kitchen. Uh, Michelle starts playing with Dinelle's pet rabbit. They're just chatting away. And in this, in talking, um, you know, Michelle says that like Dinelle seemed really lonely and that she's like opening up about some relationship and family problems. So she's, you know, obviously like hurting for, you know, she needs an ear to, to, you know, to listen. And Michelle is nice enough to do that. Right. So she's, you know. Just chatting away with her and like letting her vent. So she doesn't take any clothes And she goes to leave. She's like, okay, I think, you know, I've got what I need. It's fine. Thank you anyway. Like I'm just going to, you know, take off now. So they walk down the stairs to the front door. Um, and Dinelle asked Michelle if she wants to look at some baby boy clothes because she had gotten some, I'm sorry, baby girl clothes because she is having a boy. She doesn't need them. She had gotten them before she found out the gender maybe you needed some clothes. So Michelle, you know, didn't really want to, at this point, look at them. And like her intuition was like kind of telling her something was off, but
1: she Mm -hmm. didn't want to be
0: impolite. So she decided, okay, it won't hurt for me to just look at the baby clothes.
1: So she agrees. So this whole time I thought that she was there to get baby clothes, but she was there to get maternity clothes right so like certain... that, so it turns into looking at baby clothes correct got it okay yeah yeah like um in certain
0: um accounts of the story like i listened to the sword and scale episode um dr phil she michelle was on dr phil um there's a lot of articles in the denver post that i looked at and a lot of them you know certain ones will say she went there for baby clothes but gotcha she actually went for maternity clothes. The ad and was, was for ad. maternity clothes. Okay. Correct. Right. So she agrees to go look at the baby clothes. So apparently they're in a bedroom downstairs in the basement or the lower half of the split level house. Right. No way. Don't No don't way. We don't need to do this. No okay? way. No way. But, you know, everyone's been there. Like, you feel kind of weird, but you don't Mm want to be rude. So you just kind of power through, even though your whole body's kind of telling you, like, this is not a great idea. Mm -hmm. But she agrees. And this is where things get really gruesome and hellacious. Um, Dinelle shows Michelle downstairs to the downstairs bedroom. She ends up pushing Michelle onto the bed and hits her over the head with a lava lamp. Oh my god. Also, like who has lava lamps anymore? Uh, Yeah. When is this, Carly? This is
1: 2015 and she has a lava lamp in the basement. Oh my god.
0: I need to know. I need to know why. From when, like, was it
1: from the 70s or you know, there's like a to be honest, I always wanted to like smash the lava lamp so that I could see like the little the stuff that was in it. The lava, the lava, but I would never want it smashed on me. Correct. And I would never smash it on a person. Yeah, that's terrible.
0: So yeah, she she shoves her on the bed. She hits her over the head with a lava lamp and the lava lamp actually breaks. And then Dinelle actually stabs Michelle in the neck with some of the glass from the broken lava lamp.
1: Oh my God.
0: As if that's not bad enough. Dinelle then tries to smother Michelle with a pillow. And um, in Michelle's testimony from the trial, she states like Dinelle was straddling her. Her whole body was on top of her. She um, was attempting to choke her by putting all of her weight on one of her hands, like on uh, Michelle's windpipe, just pressing down with all of her weight.
1: And like, her think knees- about how fucking scary this is. Okay. Like, she's also seven person. months pregnant. You're in a basement. Like, no, probably nobody knows where you are. Like, you're you don't you don't really know where you are, right? And right. like, and this yep. woman just comes after you and is trying to kill you for what? For like, for for no out reason. of nowhere, exactly. Oh, so
0: God. you know, and plus also like, you're caught unawares.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of
0: people don't have like self-defense, you know, like I wouldn't know necessarily how to defend myself. Like you just no. hope fight or flight kicks in and you just do what you can, but also you're seven months pregnant. So you can't move as well as a, you know, a non-person no. could potentially move. You know what I mean? Like you, and plus she just got hit over the head with a lava lamp. So who knows, you know, yeah, what she wound she's dealing with. She's bleeding from being stabbed in the neck. She's lost, you know, oxygen, Dinelle's knees are pressing onto her arms, like keeping her pinned down onto Mm -hmm. the bed. So eventually after a few minutes, everything goes black for Michelle and she passes out. So she doesn't know how long she was out, but she does end up regaining consciousness. Um, And she notices that her stomach has been cut. It's like a horror movie. Just it's, it is, it's just like a horror movie she had a hip to hip incision. Um, and she could actually feel her intestines outside of her body. Oh my God. Um, she also had multiple stab wounds from the two kitchen knives that Dynell used on her. She had cuts on her head, cuts on her neck, obviously from the lava lamp. She had cuts mm-hmm. on her chest plus, um, the big cut from her one hip to the other on her stomach. Um, you know, like I said, she had no idea how long she had been unconscious, um, but she was bleeding profusely, mm. um, and her intestines are hanging outside of her body. Michelle is somehow able to call 911.
2: 911, address of your emergency? 1620. 1621. what? Green, please. Green, please. I, can't, I can't understand the street. Green, please. Green, please. Green, like the color? Yeah. What's the phone number you're calling me from? Okay, what, tell, tell me what happened. She cut me. Who cut I you? Downstairs. I don't know. Okay. Hold on. Wanted to. Hang on. Hold yes. on. Please. I'm downstairs. Okay. Who cut you? This girl. I responded wanted to. It was hurting my yeah. dad. What did she cut you with? I'm, nine, I'm pregnant. She cut you in I'm afraid. She cut you in your stomach? Oh, I'm mm-hmm. What is the suspect's name? Um, I don't remember. Um, What's your name? Uh, Hang on, okay? I'm going to take this. She is. i bleeding out. I know you need to stay on the phone with me, okay? I'm getting everybody to you, okay? I know you stay with me, okay? I got everybody coming to help you. You stay on the phone, don't hang up. 2102, 2121 to 1620 Green Place, 1620 Green Place for stabbing. That page, Lincoln 13, 2014 out can you grab a towel or anything you can get in your hands and put it on your wound and press? How far along are you? Seven months. Seven months? Okay. Are you alone in the house? No. no. You stay with me. Don't go to sleep. You stay with me. You're downstairs in the basement. And are you alone? Yeah. Okay. I door. Thank you. Michelle, don't, don't you go to sleep, okay? You stay on the phone with me. Can you tell me, did she have any other weapons besides a knife? She broke a glass. She broke a glass? Did she stab you with the broken glass also? Yeah. Okay. Michelle, you need to think real hard and tell me who it is that did that. Tell me the person's name. Oh, think real hard, okay? Don't go to sleep. Stay with me. Tell me who it is. Uh, I don't know. You don't know? Have you, did, did she break into the house? Does she live there? No, it's her house. It's her house, okay. So you're a renter there and she she's the owner of the house? Uh uh. No. I just to Okay, everybody headed your way, okay? Can you spell your last name for me? No. Oh, do you have a towel on it? I can't How long? They're on their way, okay? I need you to take a towel and put it on your wound. How many wounds do you have? No more than one? Oh yeah okay uh, help. help everybody's on their way okay uh-uh. with anyone else in the house when this happened uh-uh. no just you and her were you having a fight uh uh-uh. mm you were just trying to leave? Uh-huh. How old are you? I'm 26. 26. Oh, Can you tell me what apartment number are you in, Michelle? 1620. 1620? Is it A, B, C, or D? This the first one on the row. They're on their way, they're in 20 green place, like the color. Uh, okay. You stay on the phone with me, okay? Don't go to sleep. We got everybody in the way. They're trying to find you now. I heard right. I heard right. Is that them? Okay. Are they ringing the doorbell? You cannot get to it. Help. Help okay you hang with me don't hang up are they in the house yet downstairs yeah yeah they're
1: here they're here okay i'll let you go oh my god i mean i unbelievable that she was able to do that unbelievable just like the mere
0: fact that she is bleeding out profusely with so many wounds she even first of all that she even was aware that she was cut with a knife yeah cut with glass she knew what had happened to her essentially uh, out of nowhere okay but like the poor thing you can hear her struggling to stay awake like she's drifting in and out you know what i mean but what really gets me from that whole um from that whole call is her at the end when she's like so Excited and like so energetic at the end, like because she knows, like, oh my God, they're here to He's help me. Saved. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, jeez. That's
1: horrible. Oh my God. oh um, woman. It's so
0: terrible. But I did want to just put a little quick thank you to all the nine one one operators, yeah, first responders. Like, I could never do their job, and thank oh God they God. do because could not do it. And that nine one one operator was probably one of the best ones I've heard.
1: She's great. She's she's great. really, really good. She's very um,
0: competent. She's like still, you know, able to do her job without getting like too emotional. Because like sometimes are her, her talking,
1: she's keep like she's yeah.
0: But have you ever heard ones where they're almost
1: frustrated with the victim? I've heard but ones like, where hear like, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, the problem with that, um, I feel like is all domestic violence cases where you, where people are trying to call and can't really, they can't be louder. They can't say too much, but I understand that right. one operator at the same time is trying to, is trying to get them help. So it, it is, right. it is frustrating, but this one in particular, she's very, very good.
0: Very good. Um, so thank God she was there, you know, mm-hmm. to help her. So The police and the first responders arrive. They go downstairs and find Michelle. Um, She's on the floor of the downstairs bedroom. She's partly under the bed. There's blood everywhere. Um, One of the policemen actually had to like leave the room for a minute because it was just like too gruesome Mm -hmm. to view. Um, There's a trail of blood that goes from the bedroom to a utility room where they actually find bloody towels in a load of, in the washing machine. And there's a trail of blood going upstairs that they had to check out as well. Um, but they find Michelle, she's barely conscious, um, but they take her to Longmont United Hospital. So in the meantime, where's Dinel? 2.15 that day, Dinelle's partner, David, comes home from work to take Dinelle to her prenatal appointment. He comes in the house and he's trying to find her and she she comes around the corner and she's covered in blood and tells David that she had a miscarriage oh and that God. she tells him the baby is in the bathtub. So he runs upstairs to the bathroom to take a look at the baby in the bathtub, um, turns over the baby and the baby's mouth is open and he says that he sees the baby gasp for breath. So he scoops up the baby in a towel runs to Dinelle, tells her to call 911 um, and he's gonna drive them all to the hospital. Um, What he doesn't know is that Dinelle was never pregnant. The baby he finds was Michelle's baby. So while Michelle was lying on the bed bleeding and barely unconscious, um, barely conscious, Dinelle Lane had proceeded to cut the baby out of Michelle's womb
1: and tried to pass it
0: off as her own baby.
1: What the fuck is going on here, Carly? What?
0: So after she cuts the baby out of Michelle, she leaves Michelle laying there on the floor. She leaves her there to die. To die, yeah. She just leaves her there to die. Um, She then spends about an hour cleaning up some of the blood or attempting to clean up some of the blood to deal with the baby. She's taking off the pillowcases. She's putting the bloody towels, the bloody pillowcases, everything in the wash, um, but leaves the bloody clothes on herself because she has blood all over her too. I don't know. So Dina, so David brings Dinelle and the baby to Longmont United Hospital, the same hospital where Michelle is. Um, and they're seen by an ob Dr. Brian Nelson. The baby at this point had already been pronounced dead when, they, when um, the baby was seen by a neonatal practitioner when they arrived at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was later found that the baby had actually not lived after being extracted from the womb. So even though David said that he saw the baby grasp for a breath, um, you know, the autopsy, the uh, medical examiner state that there was no way that the baby was alive at all after being extracted from the womb
1: so how so when Michelle is in the basement dying Mm -hmm. where is where where in the timeline does that fit in so is that before or after Danelle herself goes to the hospital Danelle goes to the hospital okay so
0: Dinelle attacks Michelle. Yeah. She blacks out. She cuts out the baby. Spends the hour cleaning. And then 2.15 arrives when David comes home. Dinelle is still in the house, passed out, downstairs. But he doesn't go downstairs. He just goes up to the bathtub to see the baby and help Dinelle because he had no idea why he would have to go downstairs for any reason.
1: Gotcha. And they leave
0: the house. So when Michelle wakes up, she's alone in the
1: house. And by the time the police get there, every everyone's gone. Right. And the baby's gone. Right. Okay. Got but it. But at that point, Michelle didn't know that the
0: baby was no longer in of her course. body. Oh, oh <sighs> my God. It's so it's such a tragic story. So the baby had been found pronounced dead, um, but Dinelle and David are there seeing Dr. Nelson. He comes into the room to see them. He sees David holding the baby and crying. Dinelle is just sitting there next to David with a blank look on her face. So she's sticking with the story that she miscarried her baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dr. Nelson sends her to the postpartum ward to get Tosin um, so that her uterus will contract back to its original size. Sure. Thyroid. As you would if you were, in fact, a pregnant woman who had just miscarried their baby. Um, he didn't do an exam at her at the time because he, you know, they come in with the baby is dead. He has no reason to not believe her story Absolutely. at this point. But he takes a quick look at her, sees that she wasn't ble- like bleeding profusely and decided let them grieve with the baby for a moment and then I can give her an exam after. Sure.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cause that's invasive. So yeah. She, so like yeah. you
0: can, you know, give them a minute. We to, can forgive that process. Right. So <laughs> Dr. Nelson had actually been the OBGYN in the ER as well and had seen Michelle when she had come in. Okay. Um, so he attended to Michelle before sending her to surgery. Um, he then saw Dinelle the first time Um, And at this point, he didn't know that the two were related to the same event whatsoever.
1: I mean, who who is going to jump to that conclusion? Exactly. There
0: was no reason for him to think otherwise at that time. Mm -hmm. So he goes, sees Dinelle, and then he goes back to operate on Michelle. Um, After the operation is over, he goes back to the postpartum ward to check on Dinelle to see how she's doing. Um, And he sees police officers there and he's like, what are you doing? (laughs) They're like, (laughs) we're waiting for a court order so that you can do a pelvic exam on this woman. And they like basically tell him what they surmise has happened.
1: Oh my God. So absolutely insane. So it's horrific. It really is. Can you imagine what the doctor in that moment is like? I have
0: to say, I mean, he's an ER. If he's an ER doctor, I'm sure he's seen a lot of crazy stuff, but this has got to be one of the most absolutely crazy. And just to
1: know that you attended to both of them, thought of them as separate incidents, never like it never crossing your mind that they would be related. Right. And then finding, oh, wow, wow.
0: And then to find out later,
1: oh, that woman I
0: was treating, you know, did this horrific, terrible. Attack on this woman. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Dr. Nelson does go back to see Dinelle again and asks her, you know, what happened, as a doctor would. Um, and she gives him the complete bullshit story miscarriage in the bathtub. Not only does she say that she miscarried the baby, she states that Michelle came to her house for the clothes and had attacked Dinelle with a knife. Okay. Oh. And then started stabbing herself. Okay? So then this is where the story changes. Because then she says that no wait, Michelle was pregnant, came to the came to the house for the clothes, attacks me, starts stabbing herself, and then Dinelle says she was concerned about Michelle's baby, so she did what she felt she had to do and choked Michelle and cut the baby out of her in order to save the baby's life. If anyone could possibly connect the dots there for me, because I'm not getting it. I don't understand.
1: <laughs> like how at, would anyone this point, understand. Like, like at this point you're both in the hospital. They've seen you both. They know that you're not pregnant. The like The police are a- there. Yeah. Like this is a bigger, this is a bigger issue. Like, um, we, see, I feel like we see this all the time with people who commit violent crimes. It's like the lie is actually more work yeah. than, than, you know, it's, it's actually a lot more work that Definitely. like you're you, what you've created now is just a ridiculous situation. That's wasting a lot of time and resources, you know? Exactly.
0: Exactly. And I don't know at this point if Dynell's partner David is in the room with them or if he is separated from her because the police are obviously involved now. So like she might be
1: yeah she's probably by being herself. Alone. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But
0: now I don't know how much he knows at this point. He came to the hospital thinking that his baby died. Just died. Yeah. So know? he's
1: totally in shock. I'm
0: sure. Right. And then to find out that his girlfriend did this. Okay. So Dinell's telling the doctor that, oh, Michelle did it. She attacked me. She was attacking herself. I just tried to save the baby, whatever. So the doctor does end up doing the physical exam, a pelvic exam, and a uterine ultrasound on Dinelle. And surprise, they find out she had definitely not been pregnant at all in the recent, recent time whatsoever wow okay wow not at all what the hell so how did we get to this point yeah how did we get to this point dinelle had been telling her family that she had been um her family was david her partner and her two teenage daughters Mm -hmm. that she was pregnant for over a year before this incident occurred okay so back, backtracking a little bit. Back in 2002, Dinelle had lost her 19-month-old son in a drowning accident. Um, he had been playing outside, I guess, with his then three- and five-year-old sisters near a pond and fell in and drowned.
1: Um, he's, 19, which, he's 19 months old playing on the banks of a pond with a three- and a five-year-old? Exactly. Alone, like unsupervised? Alone. Unsupervised. <sighs> So not I mean a that's a, that's start. horrible. I mean we are horrible. talking about someone who's lost a child, so I yes. want to be sympathetic to that, but it, it, that's a hard situation to imagine. It is, it is. Wow. Um,
0: so after losing her son, Mich- uh, Dinelle had gotten her tubes tied. I don't know some. Some are saying it happened in 2002 when she got her tubes tied. Some are saying she got them tied in 2014. We're not exactly Mm. sure of the date. Um, The reason why I bring that up is because even though David knew she had gotten her tubes tied, he believed her when she told him that she had gotten pregnant again.
1: Are they religious? Are they religious at all?
0: I don't see any. I I did not hear a single word of their religion whatsoever
1: because sometimes I feel like that's a, a way that these things get rationalized you know sure. you say oh I didn't think that I could have children anymore but it but it was a miracle or right. it just it happened to me or whatever it is and I know that stranger things have happened but it's hard to believe that he would just go with it right so we're gonna get into that because
0: okay. I have a lot of thoughts but I did look up what are the odds that if she could even get pregnant well with her tube tied because mm-hmm. I thought it was a definite no. But according right. to the American Pregnancy Association, there is still a slight chance of um, becoming pregnant again after having a tubal ligation or your tubes tied. Mm-hmm. So the rate of pregnancy is one in 1000 after the first year and between two and 10. In 1000 after five years. Gotcha. So that's why I was trying to figure out exactly when she had gotten her tubes tied. Mm -hmm. If it was in the one year, because if she had gotten her tubes tied in 2014, like some people said, this incident would have been within that one year mark. But anything after that or closer to 2002 when her son passed is obviously between the two and 10 year mark. You know what I mean? So I don't know either way still a very 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 slim chance yeah and either way after the exam was done it was proven that she wasn't so it doesn't really matter
1: was she, was she showing frightened. like was she, she like was not showing oh my god carly
0: oh so my so that's that's part of it so she had told everyone that she was due in November of 2014. She was going to have a boy. She was posting pictures on Facebook with her hand over her belly. I literally very, can't. I. She's can't. a very petite woman. There is no bump.
1: Okay. Facebook will be the death of all of us. Also, please make Social sure that you media. like Straight Up Evil <laughs> on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. But also, <laughs> it's, social media will just be, be the death of all of us. Oh, my God. Okay, so she's posting pictures of, like, my little, this is my bump, you yes, know, whatever. And it's and- definitely just a lunch baby. Like, it's oh not my anything. God. Okay? Wow, that's
0: awful. She posts pictures of a sonogram. She shows the sonogram picture to her one of her teenage daughters. Where did she get the sonogram? I don't know. So... My question is like, yeah, you can download a picture of a sonogram on the mm-hmm. internet. Easy. Yeah. Okay. But the point of a sonogram is to see your baby. Okay. But because it's like the medical, the healthcare profession, you have your name, your date of mm-hmm. birth at the top. You have, you know, all your demographic information on those um, images for your own purpose, for the doctor's purpose, for any other doctor, whoever needs to see them again. Like, it's all over there. So, like, you would have to be like into Photoshop to like get your you know info on there. So I don't know yeah. if she just took a picture and hid that part, or if she went and put her name on there. You know what I mean? Or if anyone yeah. even looked to see.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
0: it's obviously. I don't not know. Worse.
1: I don't know how you could do that. Like, I wonder. It's like if- a
0: hard thing to Photoshop. I would think
1: yeah and i wonder if there's like websites that'll do it for you or yeah, like
0: well,
1: you know some knows. some dark corner of the internet or somebody who thinks it's fucking funny too that's yeah. probably also part of it because i sort of like april Fool's. Woman. yeah i sort of remember that woman who um oh god this story escapes me but she had a gender reveal and she wasn't pregnant She had a a gender reveal, and there was a a, someone brought a gun to the gender reveal, and so. Yes. Yeah, but she was not. It came to find out she was not pregnant, and she had gotten from somewhere online. She was Mm -hmm. able to get documentation that said that she was or whatever. Well, I remember Um, hearing
0: that there was this woman somewhere on Craigslist
1: again. Craigslist, like let's just let's just. It's twenty twenty, ladies and gentlemen. We're done. meet someone in a starbucks like do not whatever you do like do not do, have a garage uh, sale like don't have a garage sale like don't don't even buy shit off of craigslist if you can help it like it's just exactly it's don't so it. fucking dangerous
0: it's not any and we'll we'll we will definitely cover the craigslist killer at some point as well because oh we should okay see but, another reason do not exactly just stay out of there. But I saw this story about this woman on Craigslist selling pregnancy tests. She was Positive pregnant.
1: Pregnancy te- <gasps> she was,
0: <laughs> I saw it while I was pregnant and I was, they were like, you could make a mint. Okay. You, she I'm was sure. selling them for a lot of money. I'm sure Because she could. And people were like, yeah, I'm buying one and telling my boyfriend that I'm pregnant and getting him to proposed to me or whatever
1: or whatever it is you wow know? holy shit so, who knows she
0: you know very well there could be a you know a sonogram photoshop whatever backdoor black market situation. selling
1: somebody your piss covered stick for fuck for a premium yeah. for a premium yeah. price i'm sure wow yep Yep. either way she's showing
0: people a random sonogram picture Mm -hmm. she's taking you know photos of her non-belly she's a very petite person so that's another point is that like the smaller you are before you're pregnant the eat more easily your pregnancy belly usually shows right like everyone's different but if you're already a petite person you usually start showing sooner you know that kind of thing and so it was odd that there was no bump right so This whole time she's saying she's pregnant, she's actually also refusing to go to any prenatal appointments. Why? We don't know. Her family was just like,
1: okay. Fine. What the fuck is going on? Which, in my opinion,
0: could that not be, like, say she was pregnant. She wasn't, but say she was, and she wasn't going to any prenatal appointments of any kind, like, any sort of health healthcare, like being tracking this pregnancy, isn't that, couldn't that be like almost like child endangerment or neglect in some way? It
1: depends on if she's not seeking any kind of care whatsoever, because I'm sure there are people who seek like alternative care. Of course. That's not, that's not a a licensed medical doctor or whatever. But if she's, if she's not seeing any, if she's not doing anything, then yeah, I think it would definitely. From all accounts that I I I
0: saw, she wasn't doing anything. She was seeing no one
1: because she wasn't pregnant. But if she was, I mean, this is the issue of, um, this is, this is the exact, this is the, this is the abortion argument in a nutshell is that it, is it uh are they endangering a child or are they endangering a fetus and what's the distinction and how do we right. decide and all of this this is like the the absolute heart of the matter and
0: well that'll come up
1: again later too yeah so either
0: way she, but either way she's saying she's pregnant she's not going to any prenatal appointments and her family is allowing this to occur and they yeah. think she's pregnant or are mm-hmm. saying they believe her okay so November comes and goes and there's no baby. So then she says, "No, actually I'm I'll just I'm doing December." So I'll be having the baby in December. But December comes and goes and still no baby. So the New Year comes, January, February goes by, still no baby. Nothing. Still no prenatal appointments. If you're that overdue, you'd think you'd go to the doctor. Nothing. So Dinelle's family is just going along with this, acting like that's normal, um, that there's no baby bump. She's not going to the doctor. She's still pregnant a year and a month after announcing that she was pregnant.
1: Oh my God.
0: Um, Just so everybody knows, you are pregnant for 40 weeks, roughly. It's roughly 40 Mm -hmm. weeks long, not a year and one month. So, March arrives, and with it comes this horrific incident. Um, but remember, like David had come home that day, March 18th, 2015,
1: mm-hmm.
0: under the pretense of he thought he was bringing Dinelle finally to a prenatal appointment.
1: Okay. So, I wanted I mean, to point four out four months this morning, after she's due, he's bringing her to a prenatal appointment. Okay.
0: After the original due date. Okay. okay makes sense no no so at this point like i would like to point out like dinelle is obviously you know likely suffering from a mental illness of some kind like something is going on absolutely whether it's like a postpartum psychosis like because postpartum psychosis can actually occur quite late after having a child Mm-hmm. so like yeah it was quite a while since she had her last son like her last child in 2002 so like
1: that's kind of a stretch right.
0: but it but can we just, just like we said after. like
1: this is someone who has lost a child so we right. do so want like, to be sensitive be, to that
0: of course it could be like ptsd from that trauma or just like the grief you know
1: mm-hmm. um like
0: who knows like i'm not a psychologist i have no idea but like obviously something has been going on for a while mm-hmm. okay um, however, if Dynell's partner, David, or her two teenage daughters, who I'm sure had a sex ed class at some point or a health class at some point in their school career would know something or any family member, any friend had done something to get Dinelle any sort of help, this could have all been avoided. I totally agree. If they did one single, they did not do one single thing. Okay. So, Uh, I'm not, you know, that's where I have the issue. Just like when we did the Bruce Blackman case. He was having all those, like, schizophrenic, you know, the voices. He was having the outbursts. He was having all those things. If they had, I mean, he was seeing a therapist at the time. You know what I mean? Like, the family. Mm -hmm. But if they had just to go on the one step further and followed through, instead of Absolutely. trying to contain it themselves, it would have not come to that.
1: You know, this is a part of a bigger problem, right? With like, with not only do we need to address mental health issues when they occur with the people that the people that we love and the people that we care about, but as a as a as a society. Um, we we need to normalize having these awkward conversations and saying you know because I have a really hard time believing that this is the only behavior that Danelle is exhibiting exactly that is odd and that nobody's talking about
0: I I, even if it was
1: even if it was
0: How long it went on, how in-depth, like how Mm -hmm. much of a ruse it became. Like that was, that's a big deal. Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely.
0: But you're right. I'm sure there was something else going, you know, there was no way that was the
1: only. I just have a hard time believing that she's, that she's, everything is 100% normal. And her, she's like, everything seems totally well and good, except for this one thing. Yeah, Um, And they're clearly- they clearly don't want to talk to her about it likely because she's lost a child. And so they don't want to be like, well, I don't, I don't believe you. Or I don't, I mean, and that's, that is, that's fucking horrible, but that is, that is the point where you get, that's where you get the third party involved. That's where the therapist gets involved and can have the awkward conversation with them, or you can go as a family or whatever it is. um, You know, assuming that they have access to services like that. Right
0: or even say somehow getting her to an OBGYN Un- even under yeah. the pretense of saying, but we need to check on the baby, do it for the baby. And if she was really believing she's pregnant, she would obviously want to do what's best for the kid Absolutely. and then have that doctor, you know. Yes, get a doctor involved, something. absolutely, absolutely. So that's just like where I really, you know, I really struggle with mostly David because he's the adult in the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could have done something. Yeah. Look it's, what uh, happened. I mean, yeah. But they didn't do anything. They just keep up with the ruse until the day where Dinell just snaps and like completely loses touch with reality at that moment and attacks Michelle. And essentially, I mean, at this point she probably doesn't know she thinks she's dead yeah like there's no reason why dinette would think michelle's alive
1: at this point in the basement of the home i mean she's just like dead at your house like exactly exactly no she's not she's not mentally comprehending no
0: but an alternative theory to this um i was listening to the sword and scale episode Mm -hmm. and i could not find the woman's name but Um, In that episode, the host of Sword and Scale had um, interviewed a forensic psychologist who said that likely she had actually not have suffered from a mental illness, but what was called a character disorder. So um, a character disorder as defined by dictionary.com is a disorder characterized by socially undesirable behavior. Um, as poor control of impulses or inability to maintain close emotional relationships and by absence of anxiety or guilt. And I think that's really telling. And that's a really interesting theory because yes, we just had this conversation about melted illness. Like she's obviously like something isn't clicking. You know what I mean? If she feels she's truly pregnant or whatever, or she's like so desperate to have her son back. She's obviously- pretending she's pregnant with a boy again because she wants to bring you know bring that back right if you think about it poor control of impulses yeah makes a lot of sense when she just randomly hits michelle over the head okay um with the lava lamp and attempts to kill her but also like absence of anxiety or guilt because at this point she's showing no guilt about what she's done whatsoever michelle you know what i mean yeah. She's just thinking about this baby that she miscarried, you know? So I think that could very well be the case as well. Like, who knows?
1: Yeah. I, the, the two of them together is hard saying yeah. that you are pregnant and attacking an, another pregnant woman on or around your due date. Mm-hmm. Is still awful and horrific, but makes more sense to me than letting it go for almost a year and a half, right? And then, and then attacking someone, like those two things together—faking being pregnant and going after someone—I I feel mm-hmm. like pregnant women who are attacked, at least in stories that I've heard, uh, well, we just covered a pregnant woman who was attacked for the last two weeks. Yeah. Exactly. But what, when people have the express purpose, um, I feel like it's it's the woman almost always dies. Yes. And in the case of Michelle Wilkins, like she just she's a survivor and she lived through it. She lived to but tell she people just, what actually like she happened. Just happened to survive. Like she just all happened account. to survive.
0: She had lost half of her blood in
1: her body. Oh like
0: God. she could have. Very easily died. She was almost near death. You know what I mean? So awful. It's so, so awful. What my point is like, Dinelle had, in my opinion, like she had just, I'm on the fence about the true, like, how far of a mental illness she may have had or not, or whatever. But either way, it still seems like she went as long as she possibly could until one day she's like, I can't keep this ruse up anymore. I need to produce a baby one Mm -hmm. way or another right because why else are you putting the craigslist ad up
1: you know what i mean like why else like it just and that she has she was going to go to that appointment that day right and so she had to have some way exactly Mm -hmm. so the whole point that
0: finally after not wanting to see a doctor for a year for the for the baby that particular day her husband's going to, or her boyfriend's going to take her to the doctor. That's the day she attacked Michelle. Like that's too coincidental to me for yeah. it to just be, she lost touch with the reality and she just wanted a baby. And you know what I mean? She thought mm-hmm. she was pregnant. Like I, I I'm sorry. I think that there was premeditation there. Definitely.
1: I completely agree.
0: I think a lot of agree. people don't agree with that. A lot of people, it was a very controversial,
1: like, no. I totally agree. really thought she was just like, insane, she may have a mental illness. She may have definitely. a mental illness, but like there is, you can, you can premeditate a murder 10 seconds before you do it. As long as exactly. you thought about it, you know what I mean? So like that, exactly. why take her down to the basement? Absolutely. Like definitely. She, and she
0: knew what she had done was wrong because she spent an hour cleaning up after the fact and tried to like, you know, essentially hide the evidence. Yeah. She didn't do a good job of it, but she tried. Dinelle is arrested um, and the case goes to trial. During the trial, the defense tries to prove that Dinelle, in fact, acted hastily
1: and recklessly. Do you think? Okay. She cut someone's baby out of their stomach. She cut but, someone's child out. Right. But two things. But
0: They are also trying to prove that she did not plan, prepare, or process in order to kill Michelle or the baby. But she also had on her computer, they had found um, in her history that she had searched female anatomy. She had searched uh, what happens to your cervix when you have a baby. She had um, searched the location of the bladder in a woman. So... The defense was trying to say, well, that's not her searching how to do a cesarean. She didn't try to plan to do a C-section. So, cause she didn't specifically search how to do a C-section. So then, but why then are you asking, why are you looking up where the bladder is? Like how to, like, what happens to your cervix? Like what would be the point of looking into those things? If you weren't somehow putting that, fitting that into the puzzle of attacking and trying to cut up a baby, you know what I mean? Like, yeah.
1: It's like Casey Anthony Googling chloroform and exactly. oh, just because she, just because she didn't Google, how do I kill my kid? We don't exactly. believe that that's what it is. Like, exactly. what, what would be the point of her doing that? Especially when she won't see a doctor, she's not talking to anyone about like any of her physical symptoms. Like there's no, yeah, there's no reason for that. Oh, my
0: so they were God. trying to like, I'm like, that is not forget it. Okay. Like, no. She, in some way, shape, or form, planned that shit. Definitely. Whether, of, whether it was a year before, two minutes before she planned it. So um, the doctor, actually, I forgot to mention the doctor had actually under um, his testimony had stated that the incision that was made was actually pretty good. And that it was like akin to what like a first year um, resident would do or a first year intern would do. But like Dinelle had worked as a nurse's aide previously, so she had some medical background.
1: Oh, okay. okay.
0: So she, I mean that along with the searches, like that kind of yeah. fits together for yeah. sure. But the defense is trying to say that she didn't plan a repair and it's all complete bullshit. And yeah, luckily- what about the text list <laughs> ad?
1: Why is she having the girl over? Like, she didn't just meet her on the street.
0: Especially considering, like, how long she had pretended to be pregnant. Mm -hmm. Along with placing the ad, like, along with the searches on the computer. Like, no. And just, like, the mere fact of how many opportunities she had during this incident to either not attempt to kill Michelle or, after all the different ways she tried to kill Michelle to maybe, like, Help save her. She yeah. did literally nothing. You know what no, I mean? No, she like, left her to she die. Tried, she tried five different ways to kill her and then left her there for dead.
1: Oh, now I have this horrible image in my head. You go, you go buy something from someone on Craigslist, you go meet them at their house, they attack you. It obviously goes horribly. And you open your eyes and you're in a basement, and the wash and the are, washing machine is going. And you're like, I just, oh my God, that poor woman. That's You that, can that is feel your intestines so outside
0: of your horrible. body. That is Ugh. just so
1: horrible. And
0: like in the 911 call, she doesn't know she's, the baby's gone at this point. Yeah.
1: No, and she's she like, doesn't. I'm pregnant.
0: Help me. I'm pregnant. Help me. Like, she's just wants help. Oh, it's just so sad. So also during the trial, they played Dinelle's phone calls from prison to her mother and her boyfriend the phone calls are just complete BS. Like, they're just like, how are you feeling? How are you, Dinelle? Like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, I'm really sad. I'm, I'm really sad I can't be there for my two daughters. Right, so it's totally
1: just like, it's
0: all about her. Yeah. It's all about what she's missing out on. And like, maybe you, maybe if you didn't try to kill someone, you could be with your daughters right now just thought yeah and then like so in one of the conversations um her boyfriend david like is trying to ask her like why did like what what happened that day like he's still saying like i love you i'm here for you like just tell me like how did it get to this point like whatever and she's like you know i can't answer that right now because she knows that the phone calls are being recorded recorded exactly but like just the way that she's talking is so not, like, I know mental illness comes in all forms. You can be a fully functioning person. Did
1: anybody ever agree in the trial? Like, did they introduce anybody who diagnoses her? No. With like a definite, yeah. No, because the, because the behavior, you're right, Carly, like, it's just, it's a self-serving, It's a self-serving behavior. Like immediately when you see something like this that is so horrific, you're immediately like, well, she's got to be, she's got to be mentally ill. Right, right, exactly. Then they exploit that. Yeah, you're right. Right.
0: During the phone calls and during the trial, Dinelle shows basically no remorse for the situation. Like she's not completely hardened, but she's just showing nothing. She's not showing any guilt. She only seems to be upset like, when it's mentioning her sentencing, when she's mentioning that she, you know, is guilty. You know what I mean? Like she's upset at her consequences, Mm. not anything else. In February, 2016, after seven hours of deliberation, a jury convicts her of attempted first degree murder, two counts of first degree assault, two counts of second degree assault and unlawful termination of pregnancy. There was a, it was very controversial because um, they really wanted her to be charged with murder of the baby Mm -hmm. Um, but she couldn't actually be because in Colorado law there needs to be evidence that the baby was alive that it either was birthed and then killed or in this case she wasn't technically birthed the traditional route she was extracted from the womb but if she had lived at all for it has to be a certain amount of time I'm not sure exactly what the time frame is outside of the womb and then perished it could be murder. But because that was not the case, the autopsy um, found that she, the baby did not live outside of the womb. It could only be unlawful termination of pregnancy. And this is a major,
1: this is, this this was a big major thing. The the pro-life movement had a major problem with this. Exactly. Even though that
0: sucks, like a lot of people wanted her to be um, convicted of murder for the baby Mm
1: -hmm. instead of
0: just like attempted murder of Michelle the fact that she did get unlawful termination of pregnancy is good because she ended up getting the maximum sentence for that. Yeah. Along with the maximum sentence of the attempted first degree murder. So the judge actually sentenced her to a, a hundred year cumulative sentence. Yeah. So she's in charges she's in. she's in there for life. So actually in July of this year, the Colorado court of appeals upheld the verdict because they were trying to appeal it. And Dinelle will continue to serve her 100-year sentence. Um, in the meantime, Michelle Wilkins um, recovered from the event. She ended up moving to North Carolina to be near family after this occurred, but recently actually moved back to Colorado because she felt that she needed to be back there in order to heal properly.
1: Mm-hmm. Like she was
0: saying, um, on like the Dr. Phil show, she a lot of people like to have space in order to heal from such a traumatic event, but she- for some reason, felt
1: she needed to be closer, and it actually was really like a good step in her healing process. This is like um, Jesse Clifton, Carly. Yeah,
0: living exactly. in the house
1: afterward, and like like preserving living those there. memories. Yeah, exactly.
0: So Michelle has undergone like therapy, obviously for many years. Um, she's now an avid cyclist, which apparently is like a big thing in Colorado. Like everyone yeah. cycles everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so. She's like super into that. Um, she also works for two nonprofit organizations. She's like really into like giving back to the community. She loves to like share her story with like others, like help their emotional journeys. Like she's just an all around like amazing person.
1: Yeah, a true survivor. Um,
0: amazing, like really survived. And Michelle's baby, who would have been named Aurora, would oh. have been five and a half if she had lived.
1: Oh my God! So
0: that's the story of Dinelle
1: Lane. So what does this mean, Carly? Like what, like what can we take so... away from something like this? Like we said, number one, do, no more Craigslist. Get your no ass off of Craigslist. Off. No We're more done. Craigslist. We're You're not. It, it's fun to get a little bit intoxicated and read the misconnections sometimes. <laughs> yes. That is fun. Yes. That is a fun thing to do, but do not contact people and go meet people no. off no. of Craigslist. No. Um, don't so go anywhere alone. Don't go anywhere alone ever again. Don't Especially not tell people where you if you're are. Pregnant. Especially Drop a a pin. if you're pregnant. Especially if you're pregnant. Especially and we are if not, you're pregnant. We are not victim shaming. No, by any means. No, we're not.
0: But I'm just happens, throwing it though. out there. It happens. It happens a lot.
1: Unfortunately. And I think we can also safely say have the awkward conversation. Have them. Have it's worth the it. awkward conversation. You know, I criminal, would. criminology, mm-hmm. criminal theory asserts that when you have that conversation with someone, when you put it out there, they feel the shame mm-hmm. of what, they feel a portion of the shame that they would feel had they gone through with what they would have gone through. So mm-hmm. for example, if somebody is going to commit like fraud and Uh steal from someone. They, if you notice that they're kind of acting shady or maybe have done something or they all of a sudden they are driving a nicer car than they can afford or that, you know, it's, Uh there's something that sticks out and you ask them about it. It's proven that that shame that comes with just being asked about it, stops. it's a major deterrent. Stops mm-hmm. it dead in the, in its tracks, and they do not want to feel that way anymore. And mm-hmm. therefore, like so, just have the awkward talk with your. And family. it makes it
0: real. Like it makes it real. Yeah, they can't shove it under anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: real thing in the room that needs it's to be out addressed. there. Yeah, and like, I I for a long time did not. Ever think that I could benefit from therapy? Ever think that I could like I was very like no I don't need that you know but mm-hmm. there's a fair amount of that that everyone needs and Absolutely. if you're a part of a family was a traumatic event like that like a loss of a sibling or a child or whatever yeah. like it, if you can get access to mental health services it 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 can really it can really save save people. Like, just like you said, Carly, like by the grace of God, this woman is alive. She's alive to tell, but you know, what if she had died? Right. Then who would we believe? What if she didn't make that nine one one call? What if she didn't? And then she just ends up in some lady's house and yeah, that it all could be prevented all of it and then also
0: like not let's not forget like danielle has two daughters now that won't ever have their
1: mom again in their life well okay let's talk about that what okay. the fuck is that she <laughs> oh, is a mom she's a mom she two ta- she's a mom two times over you almost expect in this story for her to be someone who either could not ever have children or has been told she couldn't have children or which is a you, lot we, and, in the
0: case like other times like in other yeah
1: times. and we you and I yeah. have friends who yeah. who haven't been able to have babies and their solution yeah. is not to go steal a baby from someone Exactly. but like it's not that she couldn't be a mom she already was a mom two times two times over what yeah. do you think makes how old was she she was older right
0: she was older yeah um she was 36 She's 36. Still, okay. She was 36. So gotcha. not okay. out of the realm of possibility. However, no, definitely not. not with the tube tie that just makes her, 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 um, possibility of being pregnant even slimmer. Yeah. It's not impossible to be pregnant after 35, believe me, but in a regular no, yeah. case, but when your tubes are tied and you're 36, I just can't, I just can't get over that she that she's a mom to her daughters and now and now that she wanted a baby so desperately. I mean I just really think it all boils down to she lost her son because she was, you know, saying she was pregnant with a boy and so she wanted to fill that void that she had. Right. Whether it's, you know, guilt over, you know, his death because who knows the real circumstances there. I mean either way he was playing outside unsupervised when he shouldn't have been right whatever you know what i mean like either way she lost a son
1: and that's a traumatic life-altering event yeah we're not here to judge that definitely not Not at all but it's the lack of dealing with it exactly in a in a really in an actual tangible meaningful way this is what i'm saying is i i seriously doubt that that behavior of saying that she's been pregnant for over a year is Mm -hmm. the only odd behavior that's coming, that's, that is coming out of her. Right. You know what I mean? Like, how how do you avoid, if you can avoid talking about that with your significant other, or you can get out of talking about that, what else are you not talking about? And like like the three of them, the two daughters
0: and the boyfriend are all seeing this, at the same time they're all on the same page knowing this is not okay this you is know, not you know i
1: wonder if it just comes down to them feeling like she lost a kid and she yeah. and she never got over it and now she's a little odd and, and I we just that. let her say these things and do, but but you're right like the, they went too is, far this is how it ends right like too it far. ends with horrible and, and the like shame we don't know and the embarrassment
0: and, like, we don't know if Michelle, like, it's questionable whether she can have a kid now. Like yeah, I was going to ask
1: you that. It's, it's, it's not been, unlikely.
0: Yeah, it's not been, like, confirmed, definitely no, but odds are. But I couldn't see, I didn't see any mention of um, the baby's father, if there was one. So, like, who cares? Like, she could have a baby by herself, but, like, if there were, if there was a father somewhere, like, he also lost the baby.
1: Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's a good portion of the Lacey Peterson story, right? Is like how excited yeah. that whole family was to exactly. welcome a grandchild. It's so interesting um, state by state, how these things are handled because we just saw Scott Peterson get death for both, for both, you know, for yep. first degree murder and second degree murder um, mm-hmm. for his, his unborn child. Right. And Colorado, it's, it. you know, she, you're right. She's still got a hundred years. I mean, she's still, right. she's still in there for life, but um, just being charged with it. But such a sad story. Pregnant ladies. Oh my God. Drop a pin. Tell your people where you are. Seriously. Just let people know. You know what? Um, no, let people do things for you. Let people do things for you. You sit on that couch, put your feet up. Have Get some clothes. Agree. Watch some
0: Netflix and have everybody else do the errands. Okay. You yep. just take, you don't take have any break.
1: maternity clothes. You grab that bed sheet, girl. You tie it up. Wear Seriously. that. All
0: yeah. right.
1: Because uh order
0: off Amazon. And also like Dinelle didn't go into it. To try to kill the baby she was trying to
1: take the baby do you think do you really think that she thought that she was going to be able to successfully extract a child from a from her mother's womb and take her and pretend that she owned it and let some me ask this. let me ask you this oh. she she gets the baby out and the baby lives mm-hmm. and they go to the hospital and the baby is okay. And they take Somehow. the baby home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a dead woman in the basement. Like, what is, like, where's the, ga- where the end Where's the end game on this?
0: It's terrible. But you would think she would even, like, try to hide Michelle's body, make some attempt or something. But it reminds me, my mom was telling me because she was asking me what the um, case we were doing was. And I was telling her mm-hmm. about it. And she's like, oh, that reminds me of that story about the nurse who's told the baby. And I was like, the what now? A nurse who had worked in the maternity ward, wanted a baby, stole a baby, raised the baby as her own. And somehow, now that the baby is grown, a grown woman, somehow it comes out that that's not her kid and that she was the kid who was stolen. And the daughter sides with the mother who stole her. Shut the fuck up, Carla. Okay. I guess what happened was she met her biological mother they tried to have a relationship it wasn't going so hot look my mom may have stolen me but that's the mother who raised me and that's the only mother I know I mean
1: can't can't really argue with that but Uh, (laughs) how about that whole being stolen in the first place thing
0: there's that there's also that
1: so yeah. Well, we have been on the, on a kick with the pregnant ladies. Yeah. Um, and with, for good reason, these stories are very important to tell, mm-hmm. but I think we just keep circling around it like sharks. And I think we're just going to have to cover Casey Anthony. Oh, I know it's going to have will. to happen. We're, we're just going to, gonna, we're going to have to just cover it because all of us have so many opinions oh, and I have one, so many opinions. There's just a lot of hate. I, we just have a lot of hate. Is it's going to be the most rageful episode to date, I think. Definitely, for sure. Definitely will. And once we find Katie, it's just <laughs> going to be rage times once, three. Once the aliens send her back, once they just poop. Them. once they Whop just up drop her, her right back off, we'll come be back able to, to us, Quitty. <laughs> Quitty, what to happened me? to you? <laughs> Come we back. need to find you. Back I can just see her red hair like coming down with all the alien mothership lights behind Money, her. Like- <laughs> you told us
0: you were going to go pick up our fruit basket and then you were nowhere to be found. You
1: were nowhere to be found. How about that? No, she would never. She, she would, would never leave stiff us basket. on the fruit basket. You gotta be she kidding me. <laughs> so we'll be back next oh, week. God, fresh, we will. Hot and fresh new case for you yep um and thanks for listening tell your people where you guys tell them don't go on craigslist can't
0: ever craigslist is canceled craigslist is canceled